Welcome to The Council, a Respawn Aimed Fire book club style podcast about Mass Effect, the legendary edition, where we go through and talk about our experiences playing Mass Effect. I have here Jerrica from JK Games. Jerrica, would like to introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. Uh, I love Mass Effect, and I'm so glad to be here to talk about it because I normally talk about it all the time. So, like, let's, it's n there's nothing new here. Let's talk about <laughs> it some more. You also are Commander Shepard. Occasionally. Um, only on the weekends um, right now. Because so. you have the helmet, right? I do. Oh, I, you have the helmet. Yeah, yeah, I would grab it, but I have so many cords on my lap right now from all <laughs> these microphones. I should have grabbed it earlier. Maybe next time. <laughs> all right. We also have the video game photographer extraordinaire, Dallas. <laughs> How you doing, Dallas? I'm I'm great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All the um, pictures, by the way, in this uh, video are all from Dallas, so they look really good. So, Jerrica, when you get to see the video, you'll you'll get to see Ooh. some of these pictures in the background. Thanks. <laughs> so, we'll be looking at the first part of Mass Effect 1 today, but before we get into the story, I'll do like a little story breakdown of what we played and what we're going to be talking about. I wanted to kind of just get an idea for which Shepard we're all playing as like what kind of backstory you picked if, if you um recall which one uh, i i totally <laughs> forgot which one i picked right before recording i had to double check um and then also like our play style and whether or not we're doing uh paragon or our renegade so jerica let's start with you how are you approaching this mass effect run so i've i've in the past have played um i forget the class with where you have biotics it may just be called biotics um, I think it is, yeah. Yeah, with the first game, I can't remember exactly, but um, I don't know. Like going into it, I'm like, this time Shepard is gonna be just all military, guns blazing. She just knows how to use all her guns, if you know what I'm saying. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I definitely just went as soldier. Um, it's sort of, I know it's sort of like the, probably the. It's a little boring to play that way, but I don't know. I wanted to try all the guns and, like, level all of them up. <coughs> and then, um, I guess for her background, if we're talking about that, too, um, she's definitely, she's a spacer. I wanted to make sure that her parents were alive and, like, <laughs> she was following in their footsteps because um, she occasionally, you know, may talk to her mother. And I wanted to see what that was about. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, that may be a slight spoiler. I'm sorry, but it's a. I nope. mean, it's just a little, little extra nugget you get if you pick that uh, background. That's awesome. I did not know that. Yeah. You may have to go back and play it that way. Yep. Dallas, how are you approaching Mass Effect this time around? Um. So this time around, I'm trying to do everything different from the original way I played, which was, uh, full blown Paragon because I'm a good guy. Um. I was. Um. <laughs> the uh war hero the first time i played and um i was a not the spacer but the um the colonist yes the colonist which i think mm -hmm. i think i still use that yeah i went with the colonist again this time my parents are dead right <laughs> yeah my yeah, parents not, are dead <laughs> they're, not gonna, they're not gonna call you at some point. no i'm not getting a phone call from my mom so. <laughs> um yeah so this time i figured i'd do everything differently um Except for colonists, because I'm still a colonist, because I thought it was the best way to make my shepherd an asshole. You know, he's a rough guy. You know, he's on the streets. Um, I, I picked a ruthless um, 
approach, which I guess is um, everybody, I, I like let half my crew die, or like all my crew die in, in one of the uh, battles that we were in. So, nice. but, but I got the job done by myself or some shit. So, you know, I'm a badass basically <laughs> and I, I'm playing full <laughs> renegade. So it's, you know, it's, um, it's, it's a unique experience to say the least, but I'm loving it. I've heard, so far. You mentioned that and I forgot, like, uh, I guess I think I picked soul survivor. So I, I, I forgot, too, I yeah. forgot to mention that, um, Akuz. I like how they say it, it comes Akuz. up quite a bit too. Yeah, they do call back to it quite a bit, which so, is it's just kind of cool. So I, I like the thing that I get for being ruthless was um, when I get to the Citadel, I meet this woman who was also part of the colony that, or she was a survivor from the colony that I saved, I guess. And she's like having this mental breakdown on the bridge on the dock, and um, there's like these two soldiers there. And they're like, what, "What do we do about this crazy woman?" And I'm like, "Just fucking shoot her." I just pick, yeah, just shoot her. She's oh she's a menace. God. Just shoot her, and that's, that's what they crazy. do. They they're like, really? I'm like, yep, shoot her, and they just kill her. <laughs> it's fucking well, crazy. That's something I learned something new about Mass Effect every time I play. Yeah, yeah. Or at least I someone mean, else played. There's some ruthless renegade shit in this game. Like, <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> Which is like I said, it's it's fun to see the other side. This is completely opposite. Like I played full blown Paragon the first time, so. I'm in the same boat. I did Paragon completely all the way last time because I wanted to be the good guy. I wanted to be the hero of the galaxy. Right. And this time I want to be the biggest fucking dick that there <laughs> ever was in, in Mass Effect. Although I'm finding there are limits to that. Yeah, I'm like, um, are like, you really? I can't go over the line. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, 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 I did stay the same, though, with how I'm playing. I chose Soldier way back when I first played the game for the first time because – I was looking and like, oh, like I could be a biotic, but then I can't use assault rifles. Like, I want to use an assault rifle. So I always picked soldier. Um, I don't know. I think it's a fine way to play. So I've also me, never had the Vanguard experience. Quick question. So I, can you can you not use those guns or are you just not like an expert? I think it's you're not an expert in them, I think. Okay. Yeah. But I could be wrong. I think so. So originally what I did was I picked a uh, full biotic and I I made like two decisions that made me a paragon. I was like, fuck this. So I started over and then I went with the tech. So I'm good with pistols and snipers, which the snipers is like, it's OP. The sniper in this game, like one of the snipers I picked up with some rounds in it, it kills everything in one shot. It's insane. Um, so I had that all maxed out and I just fucked people up. Um, but yeah, just, I think in this game, from what I recall, it's like the most um unbalanced i guess like the powers in this game don't seem as powerful or as cool to use as in the other games you know like in the other games being attacking a biotic is like way fucking doper this game is not you know the the gameplay isn't as fun that way and in, in this game too you can control your allies powers so if you need to use a biotic ability or sure. something like that, you can just call on one of your teammates to, to do mm -hmm. it for you. So I kind of never felt compelled. Yeah. And I, I haven't stuff. I haven't really had like it's been easy in my opinion. Like I don't know I, I don't even know. I think I'm playing on like the middle difficulty, not the hottest, but not the easiest either. I think there's only three settings. Mm -hmm. But like I haven't really had to worry about where my you know, if anything, they get in my way. I'm trying to snipe, and they just walk in front yeah. of me, and I'm shooting them. I'm like, dude, oh God, so, get out of the way. 
Yeah. yeah they, they do have a mind of their own sometimes, and I'm like, well, there they go. Yeah, it hasn't yeah, been very... Xbox 360 AI yeah. is not as good. <laughs> it's not very strategic. It's like, just whatever. I just walk around a corner and blow everybody's head off, so it's 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 easy. <laughs> Garrus just dies on me all the time. I feel like most of them look down and Garrus is dead. Oh, what uh, so do you upgrade his shit? Oh, yeah, I upgrade every time I get the little boo doo sound. Yeah. I go in and upgrade everyone. You give him a good um, gun and good uh, armor and upgrades yeah. on his armor and everything, yeah, oh, yeah. And he still dies, he still dies what all the idiot. time. And I think it's because he's just walking into like battle. Well, he's and a I'll bad use the little boy. arrows and tell him where to go, yeah, yeah. I mean, Garrus is the best, I'm still gonna keep him around, but he's not pulling his weight, <laughs> he's not helping, he's not helping at all. All right, so this week we're going to be talking about, like I said, like the first portion of Mass Effect 1. We start with Commander Shepard, who is investigating an attack on the Paradise Planet, Eden Prime. There they discover Saren, who is a rogue agent of the Galactic Council, known as a Spectre, who speaks, uh, who, sorry, who seeks a mysterious beacon. Upon discovering the beacon after Saren's left, Commander Shepard sees an, apoc- an apocalyptic future. Back on the Citadel, Commander Shepard, Captain Anderson, and Ambassador Udina ultimately fail to convince the Council of Saren's crimes on Eden Prime. They're pushed into searching for evidence to prove their claim. Luckily, Accordion Tally has a recording of Saren's interest in finding the Conduit and the intention to call back the Reapers. Now convinced, the Council strips Saren of his Spectre status and awards Shepard the honor of being humanity's first Spectre. Now in search of the conduit, Shepard heads to Pharos, a human colony, struggling survival against a Seth invasion. Although Shepard misses Saren, he does learn of Saren's interest in a mind-controlling entity, the Thorian. And that's what we have played for this episode, um, and to kind of see what decisions we've made. There, Because we're, we're early on, there aren't many differences we'll probably see at this <coughs> point, um, especially in the Citadel. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought we'd kind of start talking about the Citadel, kind of what we found there, and then move on to Ferris. We'll probably see some differences, depending if we want more Paragon or, or Renegade. But, um, yeah, I mean, um, you were kind of saying already, Dallas, you were. it sounds like you were exploring a lot in the Citadel. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been a bit of a struggle to, like, take my time to play this game. We were talking about this earlier, like, I just want to get to Mass Effect 2. <laughs> so I've been forcing myself to go everywhere and talk to everyone and, and kind of go through the dialogue, which I don't remember much, much of it. I mean, I, what, the game came out in 07 or 09? Was it 2007? Yeah, yeah. So it's been a while since I played, obviously. Um, but it was, you know, the nostalgia just fucking just killed me. It was great. And uh, mm-hmm. I like the areas are... I don't want to say, I mean, for the time, I guess they were probably great, um, but they feel lazy and and boring, you know what I mean? Like, everything's just very bland, <laughs> and I don't know, like, none of it makes sense. It's just, like, this, I don't know, like, room at the end of a hallway that has nothing in it. It's like, yep. what is this fucking here for? <laughs> like, it's, you know, it's stupid stuff yeah. like that, but that was game design back in the day, I guess. Um, I really wish we could have seen you know, this game made now. Um, but yeah, it, the Citadel still, is just going back to that place. The nostalgia just blew me away. It was amazing. I loved every second of it, even though it I, sucked. <laughs> I totally agree. It has that, like, has a lot of nostalgia, but you can tell it's trying to go for super epic. It's this place where there are thousands of civilizations or thousands of species all living in harmony. And it's like, I saw five species in a hallway called the <laughs> embassy. Yeah. <laughs> and, 
it doesn't necessarily live up to that epicness. But it feels it feels small, it feels claustrophobic, but it's supposed to be this big, grand, spacious area. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, the seedy underground areas, but really it's just, like, a really small circular nightclub in a corner somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just... <laughs> It's really kind of strange, but the the story editing and the characters kind of do live up to that uh, kind of building out the world, like seeing fist and that kind of stuff was um was pretty. There's cool. a mosquito in here. I'm sorry if you're looking at me. I'm like, <laughs> get it. Take the renegade approach. Kill it. I will. I will not hesitate. I don't know where it's at. Um, I'm curious if anyone did anything different in the Citadel this time because when I I was kind of looking into this, I I remember I kind of showed you guys like a um this list all the decisions you can make i didn't realize how much you can skip in the citadel or choose not to do right. do you guys feel like you did everything or did you like not get garris or not get rex or anything like that because you can just skip that apparently i had no idea you could skip out on like those two main characters um and i sort of noticed that with this playthrough i'm like if i just don't go and find garris or rex do what can i continue this anyway like i can't i don't i'm i'm unsure um but ultimately, like, when I got to the Citadel, um, my first, like, my first few playthroughs, and I haven't played, I've been, I've been actually waiting. I was like, I'm not going to play Mass Effect again until they, like, do a remaster. So it's been, like, six years since I've played the trilogy. And I've just been trying to hold off. <laughs> and finally it's here. So I get back in here. And, like, <laughs> the first time I play, I'm, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought. But, like, the first time I played... I guess when you're in the Citadel for the first time, obviously you haven't built up your Paragon Renegade Bank. That's what I sort of call it, the bank for the, I guess, your mm -hmm. choices that you make. Yep. And so a lot of those characters in the Citadel, I really, I really didn't help too much. So I feel like some of those choices, you have to have like some Paragon or Renegade Bank built up to actually have a different outcome. Like for instance, there's this like one guy um, that's like trying to bury his wife or like get her body um, yeah. from the disaster that happened, I think on Eden Prime. And yeah. if you don't like have enough Paragon or Renegade, like I guess points, you can't save her. So I just quit talking to the guy and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to come back months later <laughs> and help this guy because I like, I got to get his wife's body back. So you're like, hey, dude, I'll be right back. Let me go talk to this guy. I go talk to him. He's like, yeah, we can't get the, we can't get the body back. And then I see there's like an, I'm like, ooh, if I just had a little bit more uh, Paragon, if I had a few more Paragon points, I could like convince him to give him the body so he can go bury his wife. So I'm just like, I should go. And I'm like, I go for, I go for many months until I have. Go on space flight. Maria. <laughs> I come back. Like you can, you can come back to the Citadel. So I was like. I'll just come back once I like level up some. So um, <laughs> there are some like characters, even though there's, there's just a few in the Citadel that um, I just, I didn't, I missed the first time I was playing because it, it, I remember when I first played and it was sort of, I was, I feel, I felt the same way that I, when I picked this up um, again, it's sort of like, you just, I don't know if it's, I get lost easy in this game. Like, yes. I get turned around a lot. I don't know if it's just me. I don't know. I know it's not huge, but I just get, like, turned around. I'm like, did I talk to that person? Like, they all, some of them, some of the character models look the same. So I'm just like. And some of the areas, too. Yeah. yeah. And, like, well, a that, lot of the yeah, areas. Yeah, all look, the areas look the same. It's Yeah. <laughs> it's easy to get lost. I'm like, 
is this the right room? Because this room looks like the other room on the other <laughs> side of the map. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah. I just rambled a little bit, but ultimately, yeah, um, there are some things you can miss and things you can come back to if you decide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's this whole area that I didn't even find on my first time playing it, and it's like a, a casino area almost. <laughs> where it's like a little lounge, you get a flux. bar, and they have like the slot machines upstairs. Yeah, yeah it's called Flux. And yeah, yeah well, that's, flux. you, you and gotta flux. go there. You have to go there at some point. Do you? Okay, I must just probably don't remember it. But um, yeah, I did this whole side quest where um, the bartender, her her sister, is working at um, mm. what's it called, uh, Cora's Den, the oh, nightclub, yeah. as like an informant, and she's worried about how safe she's gonna be. Yeah, and yeah. I ended up. I think she she was relieved of her duty, but the CSEC guy was really pissed at me for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's how that ended up playing out. But I also found Jerk as the same guy you were talking about earlier. And because I wasn't trying to go Paragon, I just told the guy, like, <laughs> hey, the military needs it for their research. Like, screw you. You're not getting your wife back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I tried to, like, justify it to him. Like, oh, um... Your uh, your wife will help more people. Isn't that you know more worthwhile than you burying her? So it was a horrible thing to tell the guy, but <laughs> that's what I did because I'm a renegade. Yeah, I think that was the one thing I did that ended up giving me paragon points because I wasn't sure which was like the dick thing to do. Like, was a dick thing to do t to tell the guy like, no, you can't have the body for research because it could save. You know, he convinced me. He's like, yeah, th this could save millions of people. Well, I'm a dick, so no, fuck you. Give me, give the dead body back to the to yeah, the that's... you know to the husband. <laughs> and they're like Paragon, par like here's ten Paragon points. I'm like fuck. This like, game fuck does that, that a lot. There's a lot of choices, and I'm like, well, this seems like the better choice, and then it's like the opposite effect. Yeah. Sometimes, like. I think the bottom option is always like the para is the, the renegade one. I think it's supposed to, but, but sometimes you you know that text that's there doesn't match with what comes comes out of Shepard's mouth, and you're just yeah, like, oh, sure. like what. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, so but you're this, right. It, that's the way it's supposed to be. This sometimes I pick the bottom. I've been picking the bottom tree all the time. And sometimes I don't get any points for anything. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I just said some yeah. mean ass shit to all these people. And you're not going to give me any points for that? Like, come on. I wouldn't be this big of a dick if I wasn't going to get the points. Come on. I go neutral. But, whatever. It was satisfying getting to tell the council off a little bit and like oh, question yeah. them more openly. Oh, that's good. that oh, was how about really satisfying. The best part right now, I think, is after every like main story mission, Joke is like, "Do you want me to patch you through?" And I'm like, "Nope." I'm like, "Fuck them." Like this is the option. It's just like, "No, don't even bother." I'm like, "Nope." He's like, "Okay." Or or if you if they do call, you can just hang up on them. There's like a yeah. disconnect yep. option. I'm like, see you later. And always when the Valerian is speaking is when I get that option. <laughs> And I've been, I should because I'm the renegade, but even this is where I had like the hesitancy. It's like, well, no, no, no. They, it's so important that they hear about this information. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't like live up to renegade with that. But um, yeah, the Citadel is pretty straightforward. There's not really like a lot of difference in what you can experience there. But I think we'll all get a chance to kind of go back and and do stuff over again, maybe. Um, so let's move on to Pharos. I think Pharos is where you start to see like a difference in in what you can do. So Pharos is where. Um, there's the Geth invasion against the human colony, and you're trying to find the what Saren's kind of looking for there, which yeah. turns out to be the Thorian, the mind controlling entity. That's, that's like um, when entity. the tone of the game changes at that place. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. like absolutely. You really feel like, all right, I'm in some shit right now. Especially, it's it's also I think the first major Paragon Renegade decision. So I'm kind of curious 
did you guys save the colonists or not? Oh, of course I did. I killed them all. I killed every single one of them. them like all. I was, I was keeping track of the ticker. It's like, oh my god, zero out of fourteen or whatever. I just shot them all. Well, I feel like that's what you're supposed to be doing if that's yeah. how you're playing. You did it. And like I said, I, I when I originally played it, I saved them all. I was 100% Paragon all the time. So I'm just, I, basically I'm just trying to do everything different this time. And when we when we do an, uh, another episode, I think when we go. Um, uh the rachni and stuff like that yeah i did the opposite of what i did originally which was i guess the paragon thing originally so now i did no i did a renegade thing originally and i did the paragon thing this time just so that i could see what happens in the future so Mm -hmm. you know i've just i've basically been trying to do the opposite of what i would normally do and right now it's all renegade stuff so yeah, I just shot this all is this. Where I couldn't do the renegade thing. I just I couldn't do it. I felt too bad. I can't kill these colonists. It's not their fault. They're shooting you. And I had the. <laughs> they tried to kill me. Shoot, yeah. But, okay. So there's this whole like lead up to it though, where it's like they're the other people that are there. Are like, no, no, no. Use these these grenades that we have with the special gas, and it will it'll save them. And they kept like telling you, no, but you're not going to use them. And then Garrus and Rex, who came with me, are like, oh, do we have authority to shoot them? And they give me the two options, and they kind of suggested, like, but we have the grenades. And I'm like, God <laughs> <Yeah>. damn it. <laughs> like, and fuck them grenades. Tw- yeah, exactly. But then it said plus 32 Paragon after I saved everyone. I'm like, damn, I really should have gotten those renegade oh. points. Yeah, so that, like, that one, that one gave me a bunch of renegade points. That was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but that was a really, really interesting mission, I thought. Um, just from that, that like decision, because you don't see that kind of stuff, even in current decision-making games. I feel like you don't see that series of a decision that early on in the game. Where it's yeah, clear there is a difference. Mm-hmm. Jericho, what did oh. you decide to do? Do you go into old Paragon again over there? Of course, like I, I just. I play Mass Effect very similarly every time, like a <laughs> psychopath. Um, or just like, I just can't do it. I just like to relive how, what I. How just many played. times? How many times have you played it? This is my fourth, like complete. Completely. Holy shit. Yeah, it's my fourth. Um, and I may like the only like big changes. Like I just cannot do Renegade. It just hurts my soul. Like it's like. Like I feel like I am gonna die, like physically, if I keep if I make those choices. And I mentioned earlier before we um, started the stream that my girlfriend's playing for the first time, and obviously I'm a huge Mass Effect fan. Some of it's spoiled for her, but like a good chunk of it, like she has no idea. So I've actually have had just like if anything, like more fun watching her play. But mm-hmm. she right out of the gate like started playing as Renegade, and I was backseat gaming so hard and just like babe like i remember her she was like talking to some reporter and she just like comes out and gives her gives her a good punch knocked over the mic um and i was just like babe you can't do that please don't do that you you'll you'll regret it you'll regret it play that way it just won't turn out it's like watching a remake to a movie or show that you like but the writer made a different decision you're like no 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 no, that's not what's supposed to happen Yeah, like I've seen this movie. Like that's, this isn't my movie. So, um, but no, it's just it's hard for me to stray away from being a paragon. Like it just hurts my soul. I like watching videos of people's renegade playthroughs, but I cannot do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I've I've I feel the same way. Like it's it's hard for me. Like I was saying, it, I've always just leaned towards 
being the good guy in games like it's it's a struggle for me to do the wrong thing in my opinion but um <laughs> it's hilarious like i posted <laughs> that i posted the clip on my twitter of of going over to the csec officer and and the um uh, i'm just gonna call it the jellyfish what do they call the not the hand uh-huh. arm um, yeah the hand arm yeah 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 the hand yeah. arm the other one's the Elcor. The Elcor are the best. The I fucking love the Elcor. Guy, right? Yeah, yeah, the, the, the jellyfish. And they're arguing <laughs> or something, and the CSEC officer's like, I need this thing to to obey the, um, the you know, the laws about preaching in public areas. Why won't he listen? And, like, I just picked the renegade thing, and he's like, because he's a big, stupid jellyfish. And I'm like, this is fucking <laughs> terrible. Like, it's, it's so bad. It's so, Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, poor fucking... Paul Shepard, he's just an asshole. And if you play as, like, Mel Shepard, too, like, I feel like there's a different level to his renegade options. Like, I love playing as Fem Shep. Like, I can definitely, no offense to Mel Shepard, but I can take Fem Shep, like, way more seriously. So yeah. I feel like regular Shepard just, I don't know if you're playing, if you've made your custom Shepard or went with his default appearance. But I his went with default the default appearance, like, makes me chuckle. Just like, <laughs> stare, his face is just like, yeah, he's got these big eyes and shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's... Just playing as a renegade is hilarious, in my opinion. Like I was telling you guys earlier, it's it's almost like he's stupid. He's not an... He's just yeah. like... He says, like, stupid shit to people. It's just like... <laughs> to be honest, it's like the shit I would say. Like, I'm just an idiot when it comes to stuff. Like, trying to f- solve somebody's problem, I just say the stupidest things to people, so... I'm like, it I've, also just doesn't make sense a lot of times, like... Right. Like, you're killing everyone at Pharos. You are on a mission to stop Saren from bringing in people who will, like, wipe everyone out. And you're like, but I'm going to murder all of these people <laughs> along the way. Like, it doesn't even make sense in the context of the story. Well, I guess the context is they're trying to say they're all indoctrinated and they need to yeah, die. Yeah, like, infected yeah. something. Yeah. You know? there's, there's no Clean saving them. we got to wipe this whole place out. got to clean it. If they hadn't, had, if they hadn't have, like primed you of like you have a way out of this <laughs> you don't have to do it like yeah, I, mean, I would totally agree with you guys but they were like shoving me like you're a terrible person for wanting to kill these people we've gave you every option yep. to not do it <laughs> i had to do it I had to be done yeah for the renegade oh and, and i know some of the decisions coming up too and you're gonna be making some really mean evil decisions yeah <laughs> yeah to, to take yeah. down Saren. yeah but we won't spoil those here because that's for that's for future episodes. <laughs> Did you guys have any uh, kind of closing thoughts on the kind of opening of Mass Effect One, Citadel, and, and Pharos? Um, as as much as you said, it's like this grand epic like story and stuff. I feel like that again. I can't really criticize it too much because the game is so old. But like the editing of yeah. the of like some of the cutscenes and shit, it's just like oh man. Yeah, I'm like I really like this thing could really, and that's why I'm so excited to see two because from what I remember, two is much better much on that better, cinematic yeah. scale and stuff. So, um, and I remember playing like this game, Mass Effect Two, right? I remember playing this game originally. I don't, I, I, pretty sure I didn't get it like on release. I think I picked it up because somebody recommended it to me, and I remember feeling like kind of the same way where I'm like, this is really cheesy. Um, what you guys are gonna kill me why okay i recorded in logic i did not record in in uh 
in Discord or at uh, OBS. So this is gonna be an audio only edition. <laughs> That's okay. Cool. That's fine with me. Good thing we have the clap sync though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's a good idea. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just realized. No, no problem. It's okay. Um, yeah, so like I remember thinking it was kind of cheesy, but like I fell in love with, with, like how much depth there was to everything. You know, like you you visit some of these, you know, these systems and you scan a planet and like, just the description of some of these places like, is like mind blowing. It's like you know all this, thought and and lore. I it just like. You know, it had me just intrigued by what was going to happen next. So um, I was so stoked to get into to two and obviously three when it when that came out. Um, so this game did a great job of really setting the stage for this epic fucking trilogy that I think is like probably the best trilogy of any medium in my opinion. Like I like it more than Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. Like I fucking love this. It's fucking great. I mean, and I it, like we discussed with the last of us you don't really get this connection from other media you know what i mean yeah so you know i matt fucking shepherd was me like that i felt like i was shepherd for all those games and shit like that so <laughs> yeah man it's, it also feels yeah. like you're part of something bigger right like there's this whole universe the codex and like reading through all that stuff and all the lore that's there it's amazing how robust it is for an original and like the first story. game yeah the, the first, first game gives you just a little drop yeah. of that and you're like holy shit like it gets they have so much like i just wonder like how long this was baking before they like made a game out of it because yeah. they're like yeah talking about scanning all the planets like all these are i'm sure some of these are based on real planets i don't know outside of our solar system like what's out there um i'm sure scientists do but i do not but like all of these planets are i'm like did someone come up with this and like write about its environments and its temperature like how, how long it takes for it to do a rotation around its sun like yeah. every planet has like all this scientific data yeah it's, um it's awesome it's it's it, it is very robust and I love having, um, like, going to the Codex and having the narrator, like, read everything to you. It feels like I'm at a museum. Yeah. I just, yeah. I don't know why I, I'm so, like, I just like listening to this narrator. It's not, yeah. the, it's very generic, but it's just no, fun it's, to listen to. That was nostalgia, too. Like, first time hearing that voice again, I'm like, oh, this is fucking great. <laughs> yeah. I didn't go through the logs almost at all the first time I played it, because I was like, what? 13 14 years old when they first came out it's yeah. like i didn't give a shit i just like ran through all this blasting <laughs> stuff yeah i had a great time doing it but yeah like going through this time it's like i didn't realize that or maybe i remembered it just didn't like put it together but like the salarians are responsible for the genophage mm -hmm. on the the krogans like kind of the, the the politics behind all that and how that happened i'm like this is really really interesting yeah and just it's deep the history between all of these different you know even uh, the geth uh, like the geth were created by the um, by the Quarians, yeah, mm -hmm. and then they just revolted against them, and then like they put them in the other fucking in into the traverse and stuff. Like it's just like all that, you know, it all connects at some point. And, and like know, even it's... the building on that, like even like they talk about uh the first contact war, and like the Turians and the humans, and like how like that's why Shepard and like. Um, Anderson, like, they're fighting so hard to have human representation on the councils because, like, that was not too long ago, like, yeah. that humans were just, like, at war with the Turians. So, mm -hmm. it's, it's, there's so much. Like, I yeah. just literally am, like, how long was this baking before it became a game? Yeah. 
Fucking Bioware. <laughs> Where Thanks, are they? Come Thanks, back. EA. Thanks, EA. It's <laughs> EA's fault. <laughs> it's nice <laughs> knowing they have another one in the pipeline. We're yeah. actually going to see this continue. Oh, I, I, I just thought about that. It gave me the chills. Oh, shit. I can't believe it. I can't believe be that happened. Next gen or current gen. It's going to be like for the current hardware and how much you know how much more epic and grand it can be it's gonna be awesome will it help us forget andromeda did you guys play andromeda no i played like (laughs) 30 hours of it and i i i want to finish it because i don't think it was as bad as everybody's well i mean animations aside i enjoyed it you know what i mean like everybody yeah everybody said they couldn't get over how bad the fucking facial animations were and all that stuff so even they're bad at Mass Effect. They are. They're not <laughs> I was great. just like, yeah. I'm like, if anything, it's just more Mass Effect. But... Right, exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah well, I, I just had a big disconnect at the very beginning of it, and I just never continued. Yeah. It yeah. didn't It didn't feel the same to me. Like, it felt like something totally different. But, um, yeah. you know, I was still still willing to give them a chance. And I, and I don't, I didn't play to a point where I was like, this is fucking terrible. I can't play it anymore. It was more like other things came up, and I just never got back to it. And then once I think you get away from a game like that, it's hard. Yeah. To just play it from where you were, you almost have to start it over again. So I was like, I'll, like I'll start it over again some other time. I'm gonna play it again once I finish this trilogy for sure. Um, when I first played it, there was like all the scuttlebutt about how it wasn't like that great, and then uh, in like the first mission, there's this thing where your you land on the planet your mask breaks and you just like use the spray to like fix your <laughs> your helmet and then later on your dad's helmet breaks and it's like oh no he's gonna die and i'm like but like 30 minutes ago you saved yourself from that same situation it was nothing <laughs> with the spray and then like that's like the foundation of the whole story is your dad dies right. and you right. take over for him and i'm like eh. i uh and i just i i kind of like if it's like that right now and it's, it gets apparently worse later on, I'm like, I don't know. I just I can't do that to myself. So I just never did. But to Jericho's point, like I've heard a lot of people you say it's actually not that bad. You haven't even finished three yet. So what do you play in Andromeda for? Well, because it's different. It's a different universe. <laughs> oh, That's there, a whole other can of worms, too. It is. We won't get into that, but it's connected, you know. That's my okay. ooh. <laughs> yeah. Hinting at something. Yeah. <laughs> Well, one day I'll play Andromeda, for sure. One day you should play three. The fuck, man? <laughs> oh, I, that's the whole point of all of this, is I'm going to play three. Can't wait. That's why I, that's why I got Legendary Editions, because I want to go back and play three. It basically was 60 bucks to get Mass Effect 3. <laughs> that's what it was. Well, it's, um, you know, with this, with Mass Effect, uh, I know with the whole the Legendary Edition, all the DLCs um, are included, which is really cool. Um, but I felt like, like, there's not a lot of DLC for the first game, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's like two different things and it's, the DLC is actually built into the games themselves at, and I think they actually pop up as side quests at appropriate moments, which I thought was really cool. Cause with DLC, like initially the DLCs I've played, like you had to buy them separately, mm-hmm. made sense at the time. And like, I literally, my second playthrough is when I played some dlc and i remember looking up a guide on like when i should play the dlc where it makes sense in the story because i think some of that magic's definitely lost if like the dlc came out and like you're like oh i'm playing this but shepherd was at this point in the story like i don't i didn't i didn't play the games when they came out but i bet that was a little odd so 
I think it's really cool that you can go back and play some of the DLC and then like it's built in at the right parts in the game. Right. Because like even mm. in the first game, I've got to a point, I did a mission that I've never done before. I'm like, wait, I don't remember this from Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I looked it up and it was DLC and I'm like, oh, this is cool. Neat. Yeah. I've never been to this planet. So it's a nice little surprise. Yeah. So, Jerica, you didn't play the games when they re- released? You played them? I did not. It's actually a really funny story. I've told it a lot of times, and I'll, I'll keep it short. Um, I played the game when it first came out, like, um, in 2007. And I remember playing it, and my first instinct was like, ew, this sucks. I hate how this plays. And this was, like, in when the <laughs> game came out. So even when the game came out, like, even though I was, like, not as an experienced gamer at the time, like, I did not like it. And I've played, I played a lot of games. I, I thought I did anyways. And I, I just put it down like, ew, I hate it. I like rented it from somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And, um, oh, so God, renting games, I forgot. Yeah, that gosh, thing. she used to rent the games, you know, and fast forward, um, 2014 is when I decided to play again because, uh, one of my coworkers at the time was, we were just getting to know each other. Um, and he was like, so you like games and you, you're, and I was sort of like, playing with the idea of doing voice acting and he's like you should play mass effect jennifer hale is incredible you have to play as fem shep um you should give the i'm like i remember it it was sort of bad like i didn't like how it controlled he's like you got to push through that because the story is like so good mm-hmm. I'm like all right fine so i played through it and i pushed through it and i finally like get a few missions in and i'm like ooh, no i'm hooked and just like learning and it was the, the 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 story is what really convinced me to keep playing in the first game. So I would say I'm blessed because I got to play one, two, and three like back to back. It was incredible. And I played I, I remember playing through them like literally I did not put Mass Effect down for like a month. Yeah. <laughs> I played all of it. And then as soon as I went through and rolled credits, I was like, Cool, uh some people died. Oh, I could go. B- I am, and I immediately replayed the whole thing. Oh shit! No, no. <laughs> yeah, and I still so, had people die on me, but you know, the um, the okay. worst wait for a game I've ever had, like the most anticipated and worst thing ever, was waiting for Mass Effect Three to drop. I bet I could like, not imagine. The day it dropped, I was like, oh my god! I can remember the day like it was yesterday. So I fucking woke up. I took the day out of work and I drove right to Best Buy because they had my fucking pre-order <laughs> waiting there. And I remember this is like right when I think I had just fucking came on Twitter. Like, and I tweeted out like it's it's fucking the Reapers are coming and I posted a picture and they fucking <laughs> retweeted me. And I was like, Shut this up. is the fucking coolest thing I've ever like. Oh. I was so excited to play this game. So excited to just put out like I didn't have any like this is like I had no no followers, nothing like it was like just a random thing I did. And I had Bioware retweet me. I was like, this is fucking great. Like, this is the best day of my life. Like, I can't wait to go home and play this fucking game. I've been waiting all this time for this fucking thing. It was, yeah, man. And if, if I don't, if I don't, if I didn't have that weight, I don't think I would have liked the game as much because a lot of people, you know, all the shit that people talked about that game, it is what it is. But I was so, I, I had so much anticipation for it. It couldn't, couldn't be bad in my opinion. So. <laughs> it was awesome. I can't wait to get there myself. I when I first played Mass Effect, it was I was like I said, I had thirteen, fourteen. I hadn't really played any like M rated games yet. Like I'd gone to my friend's house, I played Halo, but I didn't like own an M rated game and play it. My cousin got it for me for Christmas, 
and it was kind of this i don't think my mom knows what this is yeah you know i sort of forget all about like all the sexy sexy stuff that happens in the game you know did you have sex with an alien and tell your mom about it i was shocked when it happened because i'd never seen anything like that in a game i'm like wait what is happening it's not mario jumping on blocks yeah it's a little different Yeah, it's different. It was a very different experience, and it kind of opened me up to like a whole different like kind of mindset in games. And then Mass Effect Two is just like my well, that was like one of my favorite games ever made. Um, and then I moved um, away, and I I couldn't bring my Xbox with me because my mom uses her DVD player. And she's like, "No, I'm keeping the Xbox." I'm like, "That's the shittiest thing ever." It's like my Xbox. I want to bring the Xbox, but I couldn't. And I didn't end up getting a console again until PS4 was out, and then I had no way of playing yep. Mass Effect Three at that That's point. True. It was just like so I've. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. You're in for it. It's time. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Is the multiplayer still in it? Do you know? No. No. It's yeah. It's not in there. So I played that multiplayer religiously. Like I knew every <laughs> inch, like everything about every map where everybody was coming from, and I had my <laughs> preparation like as high as it could be for for like a month, and I like refuse to finish the game because i just didn't want it i didn't want it to end like i didn't want to you know what i mean like i love the game so much i didn't want to finish it and i end up like my preparation went way down because i didn't finish it in time you know like it, that's what the point of the multiplayer was to like gain preparation for the final battle and like i got my ass kicked in the final battle because i had no preparation because i waited for so long <laughs> to fucking finish it, it was just an idiot <laughs> I'm kind of bummed that that's not going to be in there. I, I think that'd be fun to play. I like how my dog is just, I'm distracted by how <laughs> interested he is in this conversation. He's a huge He's a good boy. Right he is. Who's a good boy? He's like, what? Oh. Please don't <laughs> oh. There he goes. Yeah, he's a good boy, all right. Perfect. There he is. He's like, yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, yes, I am. <laughs> oh, that was great. I love that. It was perfectly timed. That's adorable. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I, right. I think that's a... Oh, I was about to okay, say, sorry, like, I actually, we had a conversation. I know it was, like, the dog here. Um, <laughs> since he's a French bulldog, he's a mixed French bulldog, so he grunts a lot. And I was like, babe, we missed a great opportunity to name him Grunt, though. Oh, so, yes. He's like, he is a little, little uh, Krogan. I'm very <laughs> sad we didn't name him Grunt. Oh, that's so. perfect. I'm done now. <laughs> no, no, no worries. I think it's a good place to, uh, to wrap it up for this episode, but we will be back to discuss the Neveria kind of timeline and what happened there. And Let's go. We'll hopefully get uh, Matt Brent and Andrew in for that dwell and kind of get some of their thoughts too. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Anything you guys want to kind of say though in, in conclusion at all or I want to like cut you I'm off? Gonna, I'm going to steal Jerrica's joke. Um, uh, I I am Com- Commander Shepard and this is my favorite podcast. There you go. That's it. <laughs> so easy. Boom. All right. <laughs> 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 Mic drop. <laughs>